Hey, 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 welcome to my first episode of Reserva Reservations for Two, basically an answer to a uh, myth buster of dating for uh, Christian uh, singles um, over a certain age, kind of stepping back into the world of dating. Um, a lot of things have changed, and um, it's really interesting, especially when you're uh, nearing an age of adult children uh, of what will be your new boundaries. What do I trust? What do I not trust? There's a lot of information floating out around out there. So I kind of felt like throwing my hat in and discussing some of those challenges and actually doing a deep dive into actual facts about certain topics that we hear people sharing uh, stereotypes as well as um, uh, me being a Christian, some type of scripture support with some of the topics to uh, to address and hopefully calm and ease concerns uh, about the dating world. Uh, today, I wanted to open up uh, by going over the structure of how this podcast will be managed. Again, the title is Reservation for Two, taking on concept of going to dinner, looking at a menu of things and items that pique your interest and kind of wanting to know the ingredients of what makes that specific dish worth your while. So what we'll be dishing is Mythbusters. And so we're going to kick it off with a very popular book that's been floating around since 1992 about five love languages. And the reason I specifically chose this one, especially as someone in the Christian community, this comes up quite a bit um, when you're meeting people. And uh, especially if someone's been married before in a long-term relationship, this one is, is, is one that tends to uh, be a common discussed uh, communication tool for relationships. Uh, what's interesting though, is uh, when meeting heterosexual males, uh, they tend to quickly identify their language um, in a large percentage of the time as um, physical touch, which to me is insinuating sexual acts. So I wanted to bust a myth on what physical touch and just a whole concept of the five love languages represents and hopefully ease some concerns as well as bring about some newer information surrounding the love languages. Again, it's been around since 1992. There's been tons of information gathered on the effectiveness of it, what's kind of the standout languages amongst couples and, and people in general, be it just uh, taking the quiz on your own or you're actually taking it with your mate. So just to give a little history to people who may not have heard of the book, uh, I want to go ahead and give you a little bit of background on the book. So uh, let's jump right in. Again, my name is Renata Falls Jefferson. 
I am a divorced woman of a certain age. We'll just keep it right there. And um, I just wanted to jump into the conversations that I'm hearing on um, relationships and hopefully uh, provide some needed insight to some people out there who've been struggling through this this part of dating. So to jump right in, um, in 1992, Dr. Uh, Gary Chapman wrote this book. And basically, it outlines general ways that romantic partners express and experience love. So uh, to kind of cut to the chase about it, uh, we all have ways and things that we like um, and bring us comfort um, in relationships. So what this uh, doctor did was create a quiz that asked a series of questions in different ways um, to help you arrive at what brings you comfort, what makes you feel love from that um, partner. And as single people, it's kind of good to do because it helps you understand your needs better. And um, when you share this information with a potential partner, you kind of get an opportunity to see if that's something they'll embrace as far as how you feel. So how it works, just for an example, uh, would be if a husband's love language is acts of service, he may be confused when he does laundry as her being as her feeling loved by him completing this task because that's his language however her language may be uh at words of affirmation which for her all she really wants to hear is i love you you're doing great you're so beautiful right and so when he does a laundry she's like well yeah i'm glad we got that done but um how do I look in this dress, right? So, so it's it's often something that happens, and then you walk away like, oh man, she didn't even get me. You know, I'm trying to help her out. You know, I saw she was a little tired today, so I went in there and did the laundry, and she just ignored me. And she's like, I just bought this beautiful dress, and he didn't even see me in it. So clearly, you can see how if you don't have these discussions, things that were both done with good hearts can be misconstrued into something else. So um, the idea of this book is to help you communicate that to your partner in a way that will hopefully teach them how to respond to you. So they basically need to flip, right? So she would need to do laundry or let's just go get the car wash for him. And he feels like, man, she really loves me. She went and got this car washed, right? And then on the flip side, um, he can go out and just buy her this pretty dress and say, you know what? I thought you looked great in this. So it's just those little things, little, little quick snip things that uh, help enhance the communication of love and how people feel love and comfort. So to go a little bit deeper, let's just discuss what these are. Uh, words of affirmation, quality time, giving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. So with that said, I wanted to jump a little bit deeper because, I, you know, we all, some of us who 
do know uh, how this has, how these words work out. Uh, we're not gonna spend too much time revamping that conversation. However, what I did tonight was I wanted to dig a little deeper and actually find out, okay, this has been around since 1992. What are people saying today about it? What what information has really solidified if this these steps that are being given are successfully helping communications? So I uncovered some pretty interesting information, and this is my myth buster tonight. I have heard, and I'm sure a lot of females have heard, that most men hold physical touch on a high scale over anything else. And the myth buster tonight is that may not be true. And as I looked at recent uh, statistics around the book, and these statistics are based on the um, responses to the quiz, they've gathered this information to come up with some percentages of what in, in order of of response, what are the the most popular love languages? So let's jump in. So we're going to start with number one. Number one, surprisingly enough, across the sexes, is quality time. Quality time came in at thirty four percent, which means that yes, if I love you, my time spent with you is valuable time spent, and I enjoy your company. And that's universal. That is male and female. Um, and so quiet as it kept, guys like, you know, hanging out with their girl. So <laughs> that was some really good information. That's a myth buster because most of the time people would naturally assume it's the affection part. However, number two surprised me, not because of what it was, but the description of what it what it actually means. So non-surprising, physical touch came in at 22.5%, quite a drop from quality time as far as percentages, 34% to 22%. However, the description of it was very different from how I believe some people in the Christian dating circles are understanding that. What it actually is, is when a person feels comforted by a hand, holding of a hand, a cuddle, a hug, there's a hormone that is released that brings a certain sense of comfort into this person when a person they care about touches them. So when it says physical touch, it just means exactly that, touch. It doesn't go into a physical sexual act, as I believe uh, some eager to move forward uh, people have tried to make it. That is not what it means, guys. It means literally a physical touch, a handhold, a rub on the shoulder, you know, a wipe away of a tear. So I thought that was great information. The next uh, one that came up in the order was 15.95% feel loved by acts of service. So helping around the house or helping with a special task, being on a team, supportive, they feel loved. 
And then um, words of affirmation surprisingly came in at 13.65% because words of affirmation represent emotional support. And unfortunately, in the world we live in, the value of words has diminished quite a bit, which is kind of sad. But the honesty uh, meter is, is quite lower than what it used to be. So unfortunately, words of affirmation don't carry that same weight that it used to. So lastly, uh, gifts, the act of giving gifts actually came in at 10%. So we know that you know, sometimes people can use gifts for forms of manipulation. So if you got all this stuff going on and then someone says, well, I'll just buy them something nice. They'll forget about everything. People aren't forgetting anymore. They're like, that's pretty. I will still take it. However, I still don't feel love. Even with this wonderful gift you got me, it's not replacing all the energy. And this is on both sides, you know, so I don't want it to feel like a, a male bash thing. It is a a relational thing. Either either sex could have these feelings. And so what I find interesting is, you know, while gifts used to be something that made you feel thought about, unfortunately, things are very easy to come by. And I almost feel too, the effort of giving gifts now has changed, where you used to actually have someone go out, pick a flower for you, uh, you could just call a service, and they could drop it out in 2.5 seconds, um, click a button on the internet and have five sent to five different people that quickly. So I almost feel that gift giving has changed quite a bit because the effort to get things has been made to be so convenient. Uh, let's, just, let's just go with the gifts we get in our text message. You know, no one's sitting around drawing a picture and creating it in digital form and sending it over to you. They're taking, you know, somebody else's thought and they're tagging it all over. However, if you got that same message in a handwritten letter, how much more would that gift mean to you? Exactly. Twice as much. You probably even save it because it's just so not done anymore. Um, or someone actually showing up with flowers in hand at your door. Not as heard of unless it's a special anniversary when it used to actually be a part of the initial dating process. But we're not going to go down those uh, lanes too much tonight. I just really wanted to um, address some myth busters uh, tonight and introduce the podcast to the world and in hopes that we'll eventually get to a point where I will have special guests on that kind of share some of their thoughts and their experiences and um, have uh, most of it centered around Christian experiences uh, because that is a passion of me and I really want to help out a lot of young ladies who are trying to make better choices and really want to be able to rule out some things that are being put out there that aren't true. And so this is my first episode of Reservation for Two. Uh, my next episode will 
probably run a little bit longer because we're going to be talking about that money conversation. So um, at the end of these podcasts, I will end with check, please. And basically our check will be uh, recovering uh, the subjects that uh, we dressed and I'll leave you with the tip. So tonight I'm asking for the check and on the check uh, we discussed the five love languages, quality time, physical touch, acts of service, words of affirmation and gifts. And the tip is quality time came out as being the most desired by most people. So just keep that in mind when you're wanting to go into dating. If you don't have time, my tip is just don't date. Don't waste people's time. They want people who want to spend time with them. So seeing how valuable people's time is and how it makes people feel when you willfully give of your time and enjoy it as much as they do, we want to ensure that they have the experience and you can really build a strong relationship. So again, my name is Renata Falls Jefferson. Thank you so, 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 so much for joining my first episode of Reservation for Two. And I hope to see you on my next episode next week. Thank you.